Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another episode of the Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my tag team partner, my friend, my co-compatriot, David Jeffrey Majors, a.k.a. DJM. How you doing, Deej? My name is David Majors, but you can call me DJM. And that right there, that is Petey Rave. He's a Miami mauler, and you can't teach that. We're talking indie wrestling on Fanny Pack today, and you can't teach that. Well, maybe you can. That's kind of the whole point of this thing that we do here. We introduce indie wrestling to people. That's kind of the point. Forget, forget, forget that whole thing. Forget that whole thing. Petey, who do we have on the show today? And what indie wrestling event are we talking about? All right. We have a couple of good friends, a couple of our favorite guests. We have from page one of the Rolodex of guests, uh, here at Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast. We have my co-host on Hallie Juku, uh, my other, uh, partner in crime, uh, and rhyme, uh, Brandon Cooper, aka Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? Hello. The wheeling dealing, kid stealing, <laughs> Wait, like, what? I just realized in that Mother, he says, "Motherfucker, I'm taking you back to promo class. I'm taking you back to promo." I just class. realized in right all now. that time he says, no. "Kid stealing." No, that's weird. I'm taking you back to promo class now. That's promo. really weird to realize that he says, "Kid stealing." <laughs> Hi. You see, everybody. What what I have to deal with consistently on a regular goddamn basis with this guy? Do you see just wheeling, dealing, kid stealing? D- no, that's not two things you should say together. You can only yeah. coach him up so it's much. Not like cocoa puffs. It's not like two great tastes that go great together. Well, what you gotta it's understand, everybody, with the cocoa with Kaz, is that I'm trying to coach him up, you guys. I'm trying my best to coach him up. <laughs> All right, Bacon can you get it on the low low? You got bacon soda. Bacon soda. Bacon soda. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Somebody who decidedly is not in love with the cocoa, I assume, just because I think well of him, uh, is our other guest, another uh, one of our favorite guests here, our good friend, Hawkeye Jefferson. How you doing, Hawk? Oh, I'm great. How is everybody doing this evening? And hi to the Hawkamaniacs, because I got to get my catchphrases out there. Mm-hmm. Got to get your shit in, like I do. Got to get week. my shit in. Like, like, uh, going over. Yeah. Uh, I'm just a good enough worker to where I can let everybody else get in. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about a really fantastic promotion. Deej, what is the promotion that we're going to talk about this week? Well, today we are talking about a promotion based out of the Chicago, Illinois area called Resistance Pro. Now, to the uninitiated, you may or may not have heard of this promotion before. This is the promotion that was started and founded by one Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins. And they have been doing various indie events uh, for the last few years out of the Chicago area. And they even almost had a little bit of a reality show deal uh, on AMC, but that unfortunately fell through. Uh, Billy Corkin was still involved at the time of this show, but he did recently leave the promotion. However, comma, Resistance Pro is still going strong and they're still pretty damn good in my opinion. And we're going to check them out today. Yeah, we're going to talk about Injustice for All. This is going to be our first time talking about Resistance Pro. Also, my favorite Metallica album. Yes. (laughs) Uh, This is going to be the first time we talked about Resistance Pro since the third episode of the Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast where we talked about our, our, uh, where we talked about bath turds, (laughs) uh, back in the day. But this is a fantastic promotion, really interesting promotion, uh, that I'm glad to go drink in on again. Drink. Uh, and you know, some interesting stuff. Now, I'll ask you, Kaz, what, what did you expect coming into this, in this, uh, event or promotion? Um, I expected kind of amateur, old school style storytelling. Cause that's sometimes what you get with some of these, like, more what I thought was going to be underground kind of 
uh, you know, like promotions. So I just kind of expected, you know, the old score storytelling, the, oh, I hate that guy because he stole my last Cocoa Puff bag of cereal. <laughs> I don't know why I'm on Cocoa Puffs this week. Man, we're getting yeah. a lot of Cocoa in tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you get on the level. Oh, but the, no, that's kind of what I'm, I'm not fit Finley, everybody. I'm not a miracle worker. I'm not fit Finley. <laughs> I expected um, pretty good wrestling, lackluster story, but fun overall. Uh, Hawk, did, did you have uh, expectations? How familiar are you with Resistance Pro? Uh, I wasn't, wasn't super familiar with them before this. I mean, I'd seen a couple matches here and there from them just like, through word of mouth, but uh, so I kind of had the ex- expectation of it being like a Ring of Honor, PWG light sort of deal, and that's kind of what we got. So <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Deej, go ahead and introduce the first match, <laughs> kind of first quote unquote match. This is an interesting start to the to the event. This was a racist uh, yeah. start to the event. When I, when exactly. I saw this, when I saw this, I was I was not happy. I was not no. happy at all with just I. just the opening seconds where we saw Russ Jones and Remy Wilkins. Now Remy Wilkins came to the ring in handcuffs. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I was about ready to check out at this point, but thankfully the show did get better. But th- this this we saw we saw Remy Wilkins. And then we uh-huh. saw him go one-on-one with this mysterious man that apparently nobody knew. They had a match. Taz is a legitimate son. Yes, thank you, Hawk. Uh, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought this. He was a- absolutely playing Taz, except, you know, if he were six foot five yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, it's like at, at some point he started doing the suplexes. I was like, what? That's a... That, that looks kind of like a Tazaplex. <laughs> and then he puts the Kata Hajime, and I'm like, hmm, that's, that's familiar. Like, okay. Did this they guy, stretch out Taz? Did they this, take this guy Taz? This definitely a big fan of Taz. Not that that's a bad thing. I mean, there are, the, there are worse, there are worse wrestlers to emulate, for sure. Exactly. It, 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 you know, the, the, there's a lot. You could do a lot worse. Yeah, you could be the next Greg Excellent for one thing. Oh, <laughs> you could. <laughs> PD, that's strike one on you. That's strike one on you. Yes, for sorry. even bringing his name up. I still have horrific flashbacks where I wake up screaming <laughs> in a cold sweat from that one time I had to watch a Greg Excellent match, yeah. and that's all on you. Yeah, that was you, PD. Petey's the one that's picking those shows. I'm the <laughs> one that's picking out the really awesome ones, guys. Um, yes. Do we need a, like a I, little I will chalkboard for like, yes. you know, like <laughs> DJM one, Petey. No. Oh no. <laughs> no, but honestly, this is uh, this is this honestly one wasn't of the matches. too bad overall. Wasn't too bad matches. It's a an odd beginning. As a wrestling thing, it wasn't bad. The wrestling was good. S- the story was like played out. You've seen it a hundred times. You know the 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 con that they let out to wrestle, <laughs> but it's very very well spoken and almost comes across as like that whole beginning. I thought I was watching Scared Straight for a minute. He's like, you're gonna end up like me if See, you don't straighten I, up and do your homework. Kids. I Listen thought you were your teachers. <laughs> I actually thought you were gonna bring up a different story of the fact that this started off with the guy that nobody knows, nobody knows his name, nobody knows where he came from, and then all of a sudden he wrecks shit and wins. And well, no, no, no. There's to... that too, but it 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 leads into like really, really like okay, yeah, we've seen that before. To open challenge, and you're like, oh my god, hey, I'll fight. No, 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 not you, not you. Um, not the, <laughs> not the small guy. Let's get what, what, this gigantic dude that looks like a wrestler in here. Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what like, what they were doing with <clears throat> Russ Jones was basically the exact same way Bill Goldberg debuted. It was exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Like it was like, but you so know, he wrestles like that. But again, again, to Russ Jones's credit, that's not a bad thing. That's not not a bad thing to kind necessarily. Of come back. 
Yeah, not a bad thing to kind of come off the heels of and kind of bring back. It's a, it, all the elements are there for him to have a really good uh, start. It's just the, the convict thing and the the white warden. It's just kind of silly. It's the kind of stuff they did on Wrestlelicious. And that's a <laughs> yeah. Now nah, let's never and, speak of Wrestlelicious again. We're <laughs> quitting this fucking podcast. <laughs> all right, I'm not uh, laughing. All right, so, uh, but that was that match. Really good showing for Russ Jones, and I'm looking forward to checking more out of him. Uh, but then we lead into the next match with somebody that we've discussed before in our uh just a couple episodes ago with our Shine review. Crazy Mary Dobson taking on Lila Lodge. Uh, Lila Lodge kind of doing the, the ladies. Lila yes, Lodge Cass. doing. They are female. The, they're females. Uh, doing the kind of the princess gimmick. I'm like, well, you know what? The princess that I, I'm a fan of is Princess Kimberly. <laughs> uh, but no, Lila Lodge and Ma- Crazy Mary Dobson. Petey? Petey? There's this thing in in professional wrestling. Some things have been done more than once. Okay. Okay. Buddy Landell was not the first nature boy. Buddy Landell! (laughs) Just gonna throw that out there. Rush Jones is not the first dude to throw suplexes and use the Katahajime as a submission. Okay. Sometimes Fair in enough. the world of pro wrestling, some things get used a couple of times. Wait, okay. so you're telling oh, me I will, that Umaga's will... not the only Samoan savage ever? <laughs> I've been lied to, sirs. Well, well, those were his his family members. They're they're all in the same savage Samoan Literally, family. Literally, they're all in the same family. Literally, Samoa Joe is the only unrelated Samoan in professional wrestling. And he he's the only literally. one that's never been a savage. Exactly. Exactly. Well, there was that one, there was that nation of there violence. There was that goatee period. There was but that we don't talk about violence. the nation of violence. We don't talk about that. Because he had that terrible penis tattoo. We don't talk about <laughs> that. Oh, oh god, no. <laughs> the penis tattoo. Let's talk about Alright, so. Back for those, to, back for to those the people who are at home, a penis was brought up and it wasn't by me. Yes. Uh, it wasn't yours. Uh, Crazy Mary Dobson, Lila Lodge. What did you guys think of the ladies showing, uh, here in the, the second match? Cass. It wasn't actually, it wasn't bad. Like, I, I, it, it was ladies wrestling and it was good. The gimmick was a little silly, but I was, I, it was a good second match. Yeah. It was- it did I, have a good I show. enjoyed Lila Lodge as the princess. She she was she was fun. Uh, I found her rather enjoyable as as the anyone, princess. Has anyone ever tried to do a Sailor Scout? Uh, have we have I'm we sure had you we're... on where we've talked about Leva Bates and I totally fanboy out over Leva Bates? Has she Leva done a Sailor Scout? Oh yes, yes she has. Okay. She's done okay. Sailor Mars at a Sailor few Mars. shows. <laughs> Fitting. Now, if, if Kaz, just, now, just for you, Leva Bates is an indie wrestler. She's also a cosplayer. Uh, she most recently had some really well-reviewed appearance, appearances on NXT, uh, where she cosplayed as Kitty Pride, uh, but she she was only referred to as Blue Pants. Blue Pants. Blue Pants. Hashtag Blue nice. Pants. How you doing? <laughs> Kaz, no, 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 Brandon, Brandon, Leva is mine. <laughs> All right. End of discussion. Yeah. You understand? Just like, hey, you, you get to keep Minzy, Deej gets to keep uh, Leva. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I will come down there and I will fight you. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Hawk, what did you think of Crazy Mary Dobson and Layla Lodge? Uh, well, I would just like to start off by saying I straight crush on Crazy Mary now. I don't know why. Probably because I've got a type and that type is crazy as fuck. But, uh, overall, I thought it was a really good match. I, I'm, uh, a lot of the offense was a lot more hard hitting than what you'd see in your standard ladies match. And both played their parts really well. Mm hmm. Crazy Mary uh, Dobson is, is a regular of Shine, is she not? She she's a regular. I believe there. so. 
I believe so. Yeah. I think she's from Denort, uh, if you will. But let me see. Crazy Mary Dunn. Is she a Canadian? So she might be in Femme Fatale and some of the yeah. others up there and like WSU. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's not surprising that, that she, she is good. And I enjoyed Lila Lodge. She, she, she mm. was entertaining. Yeah, it was a good showing, a good way to kind of, uh, have the first proper match of the, of the night or the second match. It was a good showing. And then it leads into the next match where we had John Skyler and Jake O'Neill. Now, hold on, Petey. Hold on. Let's not just go match to match to match to match. I think Resistance Pro deserves a little credit here. And, yes. and after this match, they actually oh, yes. had an interview segment. They actually yes. had an interview segment where it was John Skyler and Jake O'Neill kind of going face to face, nose to nose. It was. You know, it wasn't the greatest value. segment in the world, <laughs> but the fact that it happened, and this is an indie promotion where you usually don't see these things in the context of the show live as it is happening, it was, this was actually something that was pretty refreshing to see, in my yeah. opinion. That an indie show that was kind of going live and happening right there, it had an interview segment right in, right in the show. It was, it was very TV friendly. And I gotta give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. Like in the, the segment, and there was a lot about the, the production value that it was really cool and, and had a lot of touches that were really well done. Billy like, Corgan's putting some money into this promotion. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, they had the, they had the DSLR going with the, with the, uh, with the, sh- uh, short, uh, field of view, you know, the short focus. Uh, which added some really nice, uh, and some great graphics too. Uh-huh. And also, uh, Resistance gra- Pro's rep- website is really nice. I really yes. like Resistance <laughs> Pro's website. It's really good. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's funny when, when somebody has expendable money that they can just like throw it at a, at a, at a prep project. And that's exactly why I don't do every single episode of this show and say, Andy companies, you need better graphics. You need better audio because they don't have money. But when a yeah. guy has money, they can do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, John uh, Skyler yeah. versus Jake O'Neill. Yes. Uh, Hawk, what did you think of this contest? Uh, it was a really, really good match. Uh, a lot more technical than I think a lot of the stuff we saw in this show, which is kind of what gets me drawn into matches. But I think that definitely both these guys have just a shit ton of potential and could go really far just based on this one match. Mm-hmm. I I can say that I was definitely sold on the the Southern Savior John Schuyler. I could oh definitely, I could definitely see him really going places. Now I he do have really to contend. Now I do have to have a contention with him in that saying he's from Texas. Texas ain't technically the South. I know it's it South. is not. It is not the South. It's in Texas. It's technically Western. They they have the Western half of. Country well, the, and it's Texas. Te- Texas is Texas. Texas. Texas is its own kind of universe in in, yes. in a way. So, uh, but yeah, but Southern Savior Jake O'Neill is fantastic, and so and and they had a really solid match, kind of going back and forth. And it it was really well paced and it was really well done. It was a really cool match. Kaz, what did you think of this contest? It was. I don't know. It. it, it it kind of is the same as like what I already said. Like this was really, really exceptional wrestling, right? Like usually you, you got to get one or the other with a lot of the shows you guys have had me watch. Either you're like, Oh, that story was a little, uh, but the wrestling was good or their story was really fun, but their wrestling went on way too long. Like the matches that I got to see, thanks to Verizon's fucking shit to your internet um we're Suck really it, really good wrestling <laughs> uh so it it made me like kind of sad that i didn't get to see the whole show but from what i got to see like the, the gimmicks were were very indie wrestling you know like kind of really over the top and like people taking their characters really larger than life in some parts especially that first one jesus christ like you're you're not gonna let an inmate out to wrestle like i just i'm sorry like we've been, it's 2015 stop it stop it 
just legitimately <laughs> stop it. Um, but you know, kind of the, the Southern, like the really, really Southern, Southern dude that you're kind of, which sometimes can go either way, right? It can be the really Southern funny dude or the like, so Southern, you're like, are you just trying to be like the Dukes of Hazard right now? Like, <laughs> is there going to be like a lady in Daisy Dukes? You're going to pull out in the General Lee. Talk about NASCAR and shit, and but enough about Dreamwave Wrestling, guys. <laughs> enough about Dreamwave Wrestling, because we don't we'll want to talk again. But no, I had I had fun with this match. Like, I don't know. It was it was it was, it was good for good what solid. it was. It was good, solid wrestling. It was it good and I, I'm gonna say, sometime in 2015, I would not be surprised to see John Skyler booked in a fuel. He really caught my attention. Out of everybody on this show that I didn't already know, he was the guy that really caught my attention most of all. Good, it was good, it's is he be a guy who's been around him. for a while, or is he new? Um, maybe only two or three years, maybe. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Um, and like he's he's it's gonna be cool to see him like around and doing uh, shows like in other places, maybe beyond wrestling and kind of other places, maybe going up north. Uh, also, I just want to say, props to Resistance Pro. This is, in my opinion, I'm looking at Resistance Pro just overall with this whole show and their whole production. They're as good as any indie out there, but they're not in the Northeast, and maybe that's part of the reason why they're not getting a lot of attention. But yeah, I, yeah. I'm really, I was really impressed overall with Resistance Pro. So mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping so they start a good getting match. some more attention. Now, we're going into, let's go into the next match, which somebody that we've had a history with on the show, especially with Kaz, uh, somebody, but somebody that we appreciate and we enjoy, uh, thoroughly. The man known as Sugar Dunkerton, or at this point, uh, Shug No. D. No. Shug D? I'm just saying no. Shug D. Shug You're D. just talking about Shug D. Yes, we are. Now, this was fantastic. <laughs> we had another interview segment. And it was with Sugar Dunkerton, who is looking to make his way to the main event in Re- Resistance Pro. He wants to be champion. He wants to be the title. He wants to show that he's not just a comedy guy. He's not just a guy that, that did the I Believe I Can Fly spot in Chikara. And I really liked this promo because I just listened to an interview with Sugar Dunkerton and he talked about a lot that happened with him in Chikara and how he, spoilers guys, he even had a WWE tryout not that long ago. And I guess with Resistance Pro and a few other promotions, Sugar Dunkinson's really up in his game. And with this promo, I think it really, really showed. And I was really looking forward to this match. Yeah, he's been hustling for a while. And I've been seeing him work hard and really being committed to putting himself above just being a comedy guy for a while. And I've been following him on Twitter for ages uh yeah he's 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 a good guy and he's a smart guy and he's 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 been working at this for a while and it's good to see him kind of get some recognition and here he takes on a guy by the name of the cobra uh managed by by pd pd managed by justin king now hawk i'm gonna ask you when you saw justin king did he remind you of anyone? Did he trigger any kind of memories in your mind? Uh, you know, I'm sure that he would had I not repressed a whole lot of things in the last few years. Um, now, would you very, let him very eat his yard bird in peace? No, <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, no, no. I'm talking no. about slick. No, no, no. Hawk, Justin King, that particular manager, yes. was the original WWE Black Ref. <gasps> that was Black Ref? Yes. Oh, Justin I'm King. so happy to see him back. Yep. Oh. And, and wasn't he great? He, he was, was really good. He was great. <laughs> he was such a good manager for King Cobra. He was, he was so very good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was and fantastic. He must have been paying all kinds of attention when he was in WWE because he killed as the yeah. heel manager for Cobra. He, he was exceptional. It. Yeah, like, he worked it so well. Like, him and, him and Cobra, Cobra, Cobra's an interesting, <laughs> interesting cat. He's doing the, the, the Muay Thai warrior stuff, uh, and he's also missing teeth. 
which, uh, which is, uh, I didn't notice halfway in the match. It was like people making teeth jokes. I'm like, what? what's going on? Why? He's also wearing the white contact lenses. A toothless cobra. Which, the toothless cobra. <laughs> uh, he's also wearing the circle lenses like he was a K-pop idol or something. You know, it's like, like. <laughs> uh. And he had a do-rag. Yes. So. <laughs> he in was, a lot he of ways. Hood twat. He was the, he their was whole hood Muay Thai. I I loved everything about this. I absolutely loved everything about this. I loved seeing Sugar Dunkerton in a match where he got time to really work. Because because uh, spoilers, guys, he's actually really good. King Cobra, I, I liked him. He 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 impressed me. Justin King killed it as a manager. Killed it. Aces five stars all the way. Uh, There's not enough people managing that put that much effort into what they do. Right, right. And this is just another example of what what I'm going to keep saying about Resistance Pro. Man, they they just might be the best kept secret on the indies right now. I'm I'm I ended up subscribing to their YouTube channel after the show was over. I'm yeah. I was really impressed, and I think this was the match that really sold me. Uh, and also seeing Sugar Dunkerton so popular and being doing so well in Resistance Pro and Beyond Wrestling and a couple of other promotions in the Midwest, it really makes me happy because that dude, he's, he deserves it. He's great. He deserves it. He's a good cat. Like, it's something we've been noticing since the time we've been on this show. We've seen, we've seen many sides of Sugar Dunkerton while we've been doing this podcast. And, uh, he's definitely one of those impressive guys that has, uh, impre- it has given us a lasting impression every event that we've done, uh, after we watched it. Uh, uh, but yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, and then, you know, he, you gotta love, I, I, one of my notes that I put in there, I love the, the surfboard moment. He hits the surfboard, uh, he hits the surfboard onto Cobra. And I, it sounded like me, and I hope it was that he was saying surfboard, <laughs> surfboard. Uh, and I don't know what kidnapping happened. Oh yes, there, there was the there was the moment in the match where uh, oh. Decobra killed one of Sugar Dunkerton's hope spots, and Justin King grabbed a little kid in a Superman T-shirt and started like. He grabbed him by his arms and was flying him around the ring like he was Superman. <laughs> Seriously, Justin King, see, I didn't killed it. See all that killed it. He was so good. Damn it! Just flat out spectacular. He was so good. Yeah, it was fantastic. I gotta love. I gotta love Justin King. Managing is not a lost art, ladies and gentlemen. Managing is yes. not a lost art. Uh, but yeah, now we have the, I think it, it almost seems like a mandatory for Resistance Pro. It's something we noticed in the event that we talked about, you know, back, 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 you know, uh, when we first, uh, talked about them. And it's something like this, where we have the high, high profile one guest that they can book. Uh, and this Billy Corgan's time, got money. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time it was Sugar Shane Helms, aka The Hurricane. Uh huh. Uh, coming in to take on the Eagle Robert Anthony. Uh, the, the man behind the original awesome weekly internet wrestler TV show, Fridays yes. with Ego. Yes, yes. Uh, Fridays with Ego, Robert Anthony, Shane Helms. It was an interesting match because it was like, he, Robert Anthony decides that I, he wants that belt that, uh, Shane Helms is. The Hurra belt. Around. The Hurra title. The Hurra belt. You know, the, the, the vanity belt that he keeps wearing at every show, you know, like. Just because. That he got, just because, you know, I have a belt. Yay. You know, cause I guess since he can't have that PWI one anymore. <laughs> so, so he'll wear that. He'll wear the Hurra belt. Um, which I thought was kind of clever and fun cause like Robert Anthony's insulted the belt, but says he wants it. And you know why? Because he wants, he doesn't necessarily want it. It's because he's he just the wants ego. to take it away. He's because the he wants ego. to, yeah, he wants to take it. He doesn't so much want it as much as he wants to take it. He wants to take it and get, burn it. 
You know, here, here's the thing why I enjoy Robert Anthony so much and why I will never understand why they released him from his developmental contract. He is so attitude era, but in, in the best way possible. Robert Anthony would have been, I'm going to make a comic book comparison. If the hurricane is your classic superhero good guy, Robert Anthony would have been a great, dark, gritty 90s anti-hero. That's Robert Anthony the Ego. He's kind of a heel in Resistance Pro, except kind of not sometimes. And he's really, really good, too. He's he's always been really good. He was one of the shining spots of CZW and IWA Mid-South for a while. And, you know, he's... If there's one guy that they're gonna bring the guest star in to wrestle with, it's it's Robert Anthony. They did it with John Morrison on the last Resistance Pro show we covered, and yeah, this was really good. Everything about it was pretty much top notch pro wrestling. Uh, Hawk, what did you think of the Hurricane versus the Ego? Well, I'm always really excited when Shane Helms pops up and things because I'm a huge three count mark, you guys. Yeah. But, uh. Evan Courageous, baby. Yeah, yeah. If you're alive, Evan Courageous, please let us know. We're worried about you. But, uh. No, I think, like, uh. Petey brought up a really good point with the story of this match. Like, it kind of reminded me of, uh. Like, something out of ECW circa 98, 99, where it's. You know, they put somebody up against Taz and she says, Oh, I want to take the FTW title away. It's not actually a title, but I want it. <laughs> and I think that worked really well in this match. Uh, yeah. And these two matches, they meshed really well in style. There's a couple really great spots throughout. And uh, I just, I feel like this was an excellent, efficient use of a guest star. Yeah, I, I, I did. I definitely enjoyed the the uh, kind of the fact when Shane helps throughout the old school wrestling guy, low common denominator penis joke. Uh, before he had his catchphrase, you had Robert Anthony screaming, at, like yelling out to to plastic camera, going, "There's kids in here, Bill. There's kids <laughs> in here. It's family friendly. <laughs> like right. like he cares, but it's just like it's it was a hilarious. Like it was such a perfect touch. Like, all right, you know what? You're gonna say that joke? It's like I'm again, a testament to Robert Anthony. That's just a testament. He's fantastic. Kaz, how'd you like this match? <laughs> I would have loved to Moving fucking on. see it. I would have loved to fucking have tried the fucking fact that like goddamn Verizon was like, you know, we downloaded the whole thing, and I'm like, no, you didn't, bitch. And it's like, alright, no, we didn't. <laughs> I just thought I thought you we did. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah. So. Nah, well, we're gonna make Kaz feel even worse when we move into the next match, where oh, we saw C Red in a little interview segment with. Acid Jazz and Willie the Bomb Richardson, the, the urban American dream. Yes. The, oh God, yes. He will oh. never not be the old urban American dream to me. Like that, just I know he doesn't use it as much, but that man oh, is the yeah, urban course, American. He, dream. he is the urban American dream. And, and once again, hey Chikara, remember these guys too? Eh? Hey. Uh, the, you know, the soul touches. I gotta be honest, I ain't too happy with Chikara nowadays. Uh, the soul touches. Though, the sad thing, I, I will bring up the thing on Resistance Pro because they're, um, uh, uh, working from a higher, a slightly higher profile, at least presumably because of Billy Corgan. They actually, oh, excuse me. They actually do care about copyrights. So they actually have a lot of in-house music, a lot better than the than before when we covered them. A little bit better the music this time around, but uh, we didn't get the 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 only time I enjoy the song uh, when these guys dance to it. Uh, Soldier Boy uh, dance. I, I think they've moved on from that song anyway, just like the rest. Uh, of the yes, <laughs> I will say it's the only time I've ever enjoyed that song is when it's Sea Red. Acid Jazz, Willie Richardson, and Marche uh, Rocket. Marche but Rocket. That was that was right at the time where that song was big. It was it was King of Trios. The Soul Touches came out of nowhere, and 
more they took the indie scene just by storm for for that little while until Chikara stopped booking them. Yes. And now what what's Chikara's loss is Resistance Resistance Pro's game. Uh and, and uh, they took on the current Resistance Pro tag team champions Body Magic. Uh PD Body Magic versus the Soul Touches. <laughs> Body also, Magic versus the Soul Touches. See red. See red. Despite his color commentary, uh it's it's great to see C Red, you know, managing. He's great. Yes. He's fantastic. And Body Magic were hilarious. Body yeah, Magic. Yes. Body Magic doing the, doing their own rap intro, like they were road dog Jesse James or some shit. Like, uh, it was, uh, your boy Eric. It was Eric St. Vaughn on the mic or Brady Pierce. I'm trying to remember which one was which. Uh, the, the mouthpiece. And I love, I, it's very interesting because they do the, one of them is the mouthpiece that never wrestles and the other one is the one that does all the dirty work, but they get so along. So it is the fun. new age outlaws. They pretty much, <laughs> they pretty much are like, uh, and, and they get along just fine. Uh, and body magic was hilarious. Hawk, what, what did you think of body magic versus the soul touches? This was actually, uh, my first time seeing body magic actually wrestle. Like I'd heard of them before. But seeing them in ring, like, I think they've got a really awesome dynamic where, uh, it was basically just Brady Pierce doing the majority of, like, the shit work. And then yes. Savon would come in and, like, take advantage of the situation. He's like, oh shit, I'm about to get beat up. Tag out, tag out. <laughs> and I think it worked really well. Like, it's good to see, like, tag teams that actually take the gimmick of being a tag team seriously. And of course, it's always good to see the soul touches in action. And I mean, I, I personally, I'm a big fan of tag team wrestling. So this may have been my match of the night just because of how well both teams worked their, worked their gimmicks and worked with each other. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a fantastic dynamic between the, between the four guys. And, and I always seen, I, lo- I always love seeing the soul touches. Like, uh, and it's going to make me have to check out more resistance pro just uh, if, no, if subscribe nothing to their else. They they, yeah, they put their their two hour TV uh, on on their YouTube channel. Yeah, and I'm gonna check that out just to see, uh, if nothing else to see the Soul Touches, Sugar Dunkerton. I mean, something hey, to watch Dunkerton. on something to watch on Monday nights, you guys. I'm just a raw alternative, if you will. Monday nights anymore. A raw alternative, if you will. Uh, it's fantastic tag team wrestling, and then it. Speaking of the soul touches, this leads to, uh, the sub main event, uh, where we had none other than Marche Rocket challenging Mr. M80. The, Mr. M80 Marche Rocket challenging for the Resistance Pro Heavyweight Championship, uh, against the change champion Josephus. Josephus. Accompanied to the ring. Josephus. Accompanied to the ring by even Scotty Young. Uh, Josephus with a with a persona that uh, does not match his name, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, he is in no way Mordecai, not at no, all. No, Remember no, that no. gimmick for about one week. Yes, God, literally, literally, one week, <laughs> literally one week. Um, coming by the even Scotty Young, and oddly enough, somewhere around there, uh. Robert Anthony was hanging around. I think just to, to and he ended up on commentary because C Red wasn't there. Yes, he, he was managing. Yes. He was managing. Uh, Marshy Rocket versus Josephus. Deej, what 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 context or what impression could you give about this contest? This match as a whole was really brought down for me because. It, it did not seem like any of it was clicking very well. Uh, and there, there was one particular point in this match that really stood out to me was that there was supposed to be a false finish. Uh, and yeah. Josephus got his foot on the ropes and Marche Rocket was the one that pointed it out. He pointed out that Josephus's foot was on the rope and Robert Anthony was on commentary and even said, what are you doing? What are you doing telling him his foot was on the rope? Uh, being a good baby face. Yeah, he's being there's, a good guy. There's being a good, there's being a good baby face, and then there's being Sting, okay? 
<laughs> there's there's just okay. being you know you ne- you can be a good baby face like Sami Zayn, but then you never go full retard like Sting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and right yeah. there, Marche Rocket had a Sting moment, and it wasn't very good. Um, I would like I would also like uh uh. Definitive proof that uh, Josephus is not Nick Offerman with extra hair. Uh, just, just throwing it out there. Also, can, can wrestlers please stop with the beards already? It's really done. It's yeah. done. You want to be so I'm, like, I'm not getting rid of my beard, but it's so done. <laughs> but yeah, I know. I know. At we least, all least... are. Tra- we're all trying to show solidarity for Daniel Bryan. I get that, but. It's I, I who I, I will say I understand just a beard, out. but the but I understand just having a beard, but the overgrown beard, the beard is a, a bearded beard. The woodsman, beard. as I like to call it. Yeah, the woodsman. That beard as a thing is is a little overdone. We have Daniel Bryan, we have Matt Cross. I'm gonna let him do whatever the heck he wants, but it's okay. We can let those two be that thing. Just trim. The, the beard is done, guys. A five. Wrestlers, the beard is done. It's, Get your it's trimmer. Over. Set it to five. I'll, I'll let you have five. Maybe. Three ain't enough. I'll give you five. Exactly. Uh, and just, just bring it down. Just bring it down. It's time, guys. It's time. It's time. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's not Vader time, but it is time. Uh, but yeah, but the, in the, the, end, the main event. In the end, we have a new champion, Mr. M80. Marche Rocket is the new mm-hmm. Resistance Pro Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawk, what was your yeah. impression of this main event contest? I would actually agree with uh, it just not really clicking overall. I just don't think these guys had a whole lot of chemistry in the ring together. Um, I really did enjoy the work, though, of... Uh, Rocket, as far as, you know, actually being a good, solid baby face that the crowd can rally behind. Because I think far too often guys try to go for that uh shades of gray sort of stuff. And yeah. he did a really good job of getting everybody, you know, on his side. And I enjoyed the soul touches doing their run-in. That was awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. When uh, even Scott, you know, even Scott Young uh, cold-cocked C-Red. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then said, all right. Get you, my boys, you coming out here, you taking in care of business. Alright. <laughs> it's like, my boys are out here, you're gonna take care of business. So it's like, uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy that moment. Uh, they did not, you know, it, it, and, and the main event was really cool and, but yeah, I definitely understand what you guys are talking about, uh, that it just didn't, it didn't quite click, uh, between the two guys. But overall, it got, it got the title. Into somebody that deserves it, Marche Rocket M80. And the match got the response it needed. Oh yeah, the fans were going nuts for the finish, so. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's, you know, that's, uh, makes it all worth it, uh, I think. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm, I'm, I'm going to make the commitment of getting back into seeing the soul touches on a regular basis, who I, who I absolutely enjoy, uh, every time I see them, uh, you know, seeing them in here in resistance. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. Yes. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> what? What yes. was that? Uh, hey. Let's move into the main event of the evening. The proper main event. We had the, the ladies main, main eventing. Main event. Also, props to Resistance Pro, steel cage match for the women's championship as your main event of the evening. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Oh, that would have been fun to watch. Thanks, Verizon. (laughs) Thanks, Verizon. We're just burying the shit out of Verizon on this show. Uh, AT&T is going to give us all gift cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hashtag Verizon sucks. Uh, but we had I never Mickey thought I'd Knuckles. be on a podcast where I where I'd almost have to say Comcast is clearly the best internet provider. I never thought that day would come. Yeah, no. At least until Google gets fiber over to where I'm at. God damn it, Google! Give me fiber. I need to. Get I need to have fast movement. It. I need to. I need to be able to move freely uh, over and the internet. I need fiber. Week. I need a gig. Uh, but, I guess I can uh, download speeds. Get on it, fucking assholes. 
Yeah. Google. Uh, I, I'm pretty much good. Comcast is giving me a hundred meg. Uh, I, I know you're probably going to try and jump in on the whole rebirth of Detroit gentrification thing eventually. So, you know, whatever you're ready. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Let's work on that. Uh, but yeah, main event of the evening, w- Resistance Pro Women's Championship. Uh, we had Darcy Dixon challenged for the title against the one and only Mickey Knuckles. Uh, Mickey Knuckles is a fascinating personality and persona. I love Mickey uh, Knuckles. I, I, I've loved her since the, the glory days of the mid 2000s of the indie scene when she was the queen of the death match. Well, she still is. She was yes. one of about two or three shining spots in IWA Mid South, uh, yeah. where she, she was again one of a rare shining spots in, in Juggalo Championship Wrestling and in various other places. Why she's never been a regular for Shimmer and in other places, I don't know. But Mickey Knuckles is fantastic. And Darcy Dixon, who I'd never seen before the show, I kind of instantly totally like her. She her interview before the match was great. And she she has that kind of hyperactive frenetic personality that I really enjoy. And just yeah. I was ready for this. I was, I was all in. I, I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. And then eventually, I mean, they, they kind of had a little of a bit of a, a back and forth before they officially did, but eventually they got into the steel cage and they went toe to toe, uh, mano a mano, uh, womano, womano, womano. Still hand to hand. It's still hand to hand, mano a mano. Uh, Hawk. What did you think yeah. of the main event of the evening? Unfortunately, I missed the finish thanks to my piece of shit internet that we have out here. But um, overall, I mean, this may have been one of the absolute stiffest matches I've seen in the last few years with these two just absolutely going at it. And nice. I really, really enjoyed what I saw. And I would actually echo DJN's sentiment about uh, I like Darcy Dixon now after having just seen like ten minutes of the work there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like and yeah, Mickey it's Knuckles is a legend in my opinion. Yeah, Mickey Knuckles is fantastic. Uh, and we've talked about her before. I think she was on an AIW, I want to say, event that we covered, and she was she was fantastic there. And I believe she was wrestling Tim Donst in a in a yeah. in an all out ridiculously hardcore match and it was that was fantastic and then yeah darcy dixon it's amazing how somebody can impress that well and just like and just you check out 10 minutes of it, oh well i'm i'm gone from zero to it, it was exactly the same for me with uh john schuyler I, I, exactly the same with darcy dixon just one show i'm sold Boom. And like, and yeah. that's amazing what you, what somebody can do that. Like, it, it's, it's really cool. And it is a really, it's really cool that this, uh, promotion, get, you know, Resistance Pro gave, was able to showcase them well enough for, you know, to facilitate them to kind of really impress really well. And, uh, and yeah, that's what's really cool about like this show was so many, uh, cool names balanced between like, you know, you have your one big guest. And then you have your guys that you know around the Indies, the the the, the peoples, your peeps. But, but it it wasn't like loaded with major indie names. Like the exactly. only exactly it wasn't. It had it had some really cool names, and then it had their in house guys that they would want to showcase. It was a nice balance. It was it was well spread out. Like it didn't overload it on too too many of and it didn't overload it too much in one of those categories. Is what I'm going to say. I don't know, does that make sense, Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally got you. I think Resistance Pro really, they really had a really great show with this one. I think this was really, really good top to bottom. Yes. Uh, I, I think the, the entire show as a whole was really worth checking out. Yes. They've got production uh, value. It was uh, an excited crowd. They did it in front of a crowd that cared. The entire show, top to bottom, was really well booked from start to finish. Every match on the card was in the right place. Every storyline, every interview segment, it all worked really well. One thing, because I'm a smart mark and I'm going to nitpick, 
And this is only one thing. One thing. Resistance Pro. C-Red, I love you, man. I love you. I love you. You're a great manager. You're a great personality. You're a great talker. You're not a good color commentator. <laughs> not at all. We're, we're going to have to find somebody else for color commentary and resistance. C-Red, I love you, man. I love hey, I'm looking you. looking for a job. They're in Chicago. They're, they are in Chicago. Oh, I'd have to move, I guess. Yeah, Chicago's pretty cool. If if you can if you can find somebody else to do color commentary, and, and I'm already saying it, I subscribed after this show. I subscribed to Resistant Pro's YouTube channel. I'm in. I'm on board. I will I will watch. Uh, I'm totally in. Just that one thing. Just do that one thing for me. If you can get somebody else on color commentary, I, I will go ahead and say that right now Resistance Pro is as enjoyable as any of the other. Indies out there. They are, if Chicago wants some representation on the, the big stage of indie wrestling with the Chikaras, with the PWGs, with, well, ROH isn't really an indie anymore, but you get what I mean. Yeah. I think Resistance Pro is definitely on that level. And yeah. kudos to them. Also, Sugar Dunkerton, you do your thing, man. You do your thing. Spoilers, guys. Spoilers. <laughs> At a future show, Sugar Dunkerton, in fact, does win the title. Mm-hmm. He wins the big one, and it's fantastic. Uh, it's just really cool seeing him win that belt. Another thing, I will say another really cool uh, small thing, uh, and this was done at a school. So what we had in the crowd, and I mentioned Robert Anthony mentioned that there was kids in the crowds. There were a lot of kids really enthusiastic about this wrestling event and it was kind of cool to see all and it these, wasn't like, just for like one or two guys they were enthusiastic for the entire show from top to I, bottom and that was fantastic I think, I, I think it's one of those things where it, it it it's that kind of old saying where we're at the end of the day wrestling is for kids you know it it's the over the top kind of cartoony, fun, violent thing specifically marketed at little boys, but can sell to little girls too. Um, yeah, we're gender you know, here. and, and when done right, no matter what, like that's who it's going to entertain the most. And it just so happens that there are big kids who have jobs and money and, <laughs> and can fund things and do all that kind of other stuff, you know, um, you know, Cassie, watch these you remind about me, them on the I'm going to re- bring up something that a guy by the name of D- Brian Danielson mentioned at an indie show uh, here in Michigan when he was on his, his first release from WWE. And he, he was at a Shakara show. And he said that just because a wrestling show is family friendly does not mean it can't be good. And this this showed that as well. Right. Just because it's a family friendly show and you can bring your kids one, it doesn't make you feel embarrassed to watch and yeah. make you feel like your your intelligence is being insulted. And two, you can actually really, really enjoy it. So yes. kudos to Resistance Pro on that one too. Yeah, it's it's one of those things mm-hmm. that's true across uh, multiple mediums. Uh, you know, we have the Pixar's of the world, we have the regular shows and uh, Adventure Times and Amazing World of Gumballs of the world. We have the, and we have various wrestling promotions that are family friendly, but it's still fantastic. Like, it's, it's something that's true across the board. Like, it, just because it can be, it can, you know, kids can enjoy it, doesn't mean that it has to suck. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of a, a beautiful adage and a beautiful way to look at it. Uh, but yeah, that was Resistance Pro. And I gotta ask, uh, Kaz. What was your takeaway of the what you got to see of Resistance Pro? Just real quick. I'll just I don't know I'll just reiterate what I said and and keep it short. Like fun cheesy storylines that you kind of expect from amateur wrestling, but goddamn if the wrestling itself did not take them to like that next step. I, I really like, do I understand you to this whole show. Like I, I would specifically recommend the the Sugar Dunkerton promo and the match. Mm-hmm. I think you'd really enjoy that one and the main event. If Verizon, but it, it also 
<laughs> oh no, don't worry. Our our fucking our match is coming up. <laughs> fucking motherfuckers tried to stall me out last time. <laughs> you can't do that this time, bitch. I'm coming for you. <laughs> fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Um but no, I I it's one of those things I can very much understand why DGM why DJM DGM I guess that's his new hip hop album. That's uh, a different Jeffrey. Get that on that's a, that's a wrong yeah. spelling of Jeffrey. Yeah. You know what? I'm calling Sean Russell. I'm getting a new host for Two Nerdy Black Eyes. I'm calling Sean Russell. <laughs> you're, you're suspended. <laughs> Let's see him bring in the people I do. <laughs> he ain't me. <laughs> no. But uh, I can again. see him. <laughs> uh, bring in the people that you do, Kaz? We already know how I feel about them. <laughs> Alright. As you were saying. Um, I can see why DJM went to their YouTube channel and kind of instantly followed them. You know, they're, they're, they're fun. They know what they're doing. And they're, they're putting money in the right places. And, they, and they're pushing Sugar Dunkin' Day. Yes. Uh, Hawk. Sugar D. What was, what, what was your impression of the show overall? Um, overall, I thought it was a pretty fun show. Uh, it was a little bit basic on the storyline front, which is not really a problem because wrestling, when it tries to get too overly complicated, tends to ruin the fun of it. And I thought they did a really good job of finding a balance between storyline and actual match quality. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely a company I would be willing to check out in the future, especially after this show. And as DJN's been saying throughout the whole show, they definitely looked a lot better than your average indie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a scene that's common with, uh, what I get from High Spots, you can get it at highspots.com. It is in 720p, which is oh, 720p. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and the, and the visual quality is pretty fantastic. Just having that, having that, the, the, uh, on, at ringside, they have the, the actual DSLR at ringside. And they play around with the focus, and it it it, it makes for some great visuals, which is fantastic. Uh, all I'm waiting for is uh is a ring a, a turn uh, uh uh ring corner GoPros. That's gonna be the next step in in, in indie wrestling. <laughs> GoPros. Have, have you have you been watching the Young Bucks on Twitter and Vine? <laughs> yes. <lately? laughs> oh my they, god. They 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 find themselves uh, killing Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Tanahashi kicked out because he's Jesus Christ. Yes, he's our Lord uh, and 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 as you pointed out, you you pointed out the best part of about that uh, video, right? Gigi? Yeah, Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson. He when they were doing the the video of them attacking Tanahashi, uh, he did it in vertical style. He did it in vertical <laughs> video, just proving how much of a heel the Young Bucks really are. They're still yes. heels, you guys. They're still yes. heels. Because they use vertical uh, video. Exactly. It's just, that's just fantastic. Uh, but yeah, overall, Resistance Pro really impressing. I think they, they impressed pretty well the first time we talked about it, but I think they definitely impressed in this show. They've, uh, they've improved on what was already pretty good to start with. And I think overall, we, we walked away really enjoying this show. Uh, those of us that got to see the whole thing, uh, had I, I give, I give Resistance Pro a full recommendation. Mm-hmm. Good. Go on, go on and check it also, out. Also, hey. naming, naming their show after my favorite Metallica album, too. Just yes. two thumbs up all the way. Also, hey, I, I, I picked this one. Yeah, Petey. All right. Yeah. We got always pick that imaginary chocolate. <laughs> 12 DJM, 1 Petey. All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, one for me. This, this uh, is that yeah. moment where where the old veteran sees the young kid really have that one breakthrough moment. Yes, coming along, coming along. All right. So that was our thought. That was, those were our thoughts on Resistance Pro. We re- we highly recommend go check him out. Resistance Pro, Resistance Pro is on YouTube. What is their YouTube page? Remind me again. Is it Resistance? Uh, Pro? just Resistance Pro. Resistance Pro. Mm-hmm. Check them out on YouTube. You can watch a, a bunch of stuff there. Content, fantastic content. Uh, I got this at highspots.com. 
Uh, you can check out this PWG and a few other promotions you can download for video on highspots.com. Uh, you can also get like DVDs and other stuff. You can also get, uh, really old DVDs from like other promotions and like odd, like shoot interviews and stuff like that. They have a lot of stuff over there. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, check it out. Check out Resistance Pro. Resistance Pro. Uh, on the internet and all that. Uh, so, first take off. Take it home, baby. Let's take it home. Hawk, what do you got going on? Uh, well, of course, I've got the Ruthless Aggression podcast, which you can just, like, you just Google that phrase. You find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, the website that I run, freakingawesomenetwork.com. Uh, you can also follow the show at Ruthless Podcast on Twitter. You can follow me at Hawk Jefferson on Twitter. And if you really, really like me, you can go to Redbubble and buy yourself a Hawkamania t-shirt or a I'm a Hawk Jefferson guy t-shirt or I'm a Hawk Jefferson girl. Just whatever you want. We've got tons of shit, and it's all circled around me. So You haven't, yeah, you haven't, done, a, you, you haven't done a Hawkeye Club shirt, have you? Not yet, no. Don't do that. Don't, don't I've actually, do that. I've been... I'm, I've been I'm talking. With, I'm, don't. Uh, I'm with I've actually Clarino. been talking to AJ Styles on uh, Facebook because he and I are friends now. I'm trying to set up doing an interview with him. And, Please uh, don't do that. I'm begging. Well, no. I actually one of the one of the lead interview questions I want to go with when I send in the the pre-interview stuff is, uh, what do I have to do to join Bullet Club? Because that's really my goal in life. Yes. It's just well, to, of course just to get the t-shirt. Join, join, of course. Uh, and I'm, I'm with anybody these days. I'm with, I'm with, I'm going to say I'm with Player Uno and saying let's all not be with the doing the Bullet Club parody shirts. Let's wait can 10 we, years. Can we not? Wait, can we, can not? we not? We can wait 10 years and do it without being dumb like we Finn did. Finn Balor is allowed to do it in NXT. Finn Balor is allowed to do it because he founded the group, but otherwise, no. No. Nah. Just wear a nah. Bullet Club shirt when you're you're out and about, and that's it. Just, you can, I, I saw a Bullet Club shirt at OhioCon a couple of weeks ago. We too <laughs> Sweden and everything. It was great. Nice. Yes. Did they earn that shirt? I don't know, but we too Sweden, and that was good good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, that was good enough for me. Uh, but yes. Uh, ha! I no, I already talked to Ha. Cass. Yes. What are you doing? Don't need to talk besides? to him. Y'all, y'all need to talk to him. <laughs> you can. What are you, what are you uh, talk about? Nope. Don't. No. New episodes of shooting the shit with two nerdy black eyes, or just two nerdy black eyes, uh, as it is now called in the world. Um, new episodes of Haliyajuku out there for everybody to watch and uh, love and pay attention to. This week um, we're gonna squeeze about four minutes. It's just, it's just, just if you want to check out uh, Juku this week, we're just gonna talk about how much we love for a minute. That's just going to be the thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, Deej, what do you got going on at Delta Juliet? And I can Mike. say that because she said that. DeltaJulietMike.com, home of two nerdy black guys with myself and Mr. Brandon Cooper, who's much, much more tolerable on that show, despite, <laughs> despite this. <laughs> I love him to pieces. Really, I do. Uh, of course, anime3000.com, where I host the A3K podcast weekly, every Saturday night. Nananashi Anime Podcast with my friend Lily Inverse. I also co-produce a show called The Other Side. If you really want, want to get yourself angry at the internet, listen to The Other Side. It's, it's a fun little listen. And at just call me DJM on Twitter. I, I might be coming up with something else. Who knows? Yes. Um, I'm at PD Rave. PD is in William. Rave is in Jimmy. All in one word. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube page. I'm actually gonna, uh, subscribe to the YouTube page, Rebelli dot, Rebelli TV on YouTube. I've got myself a GoPro and an audio recorder and I've got some, like, monopods and some tripods. You don't have a selfie stick, do you? Uh, I, it's a, well, now that you asked. It is a telescoping monopod. Oh my god, yeah. Petey has a selfie stick. But it's oh, a man. monopod. 
It's a selfie it stick. No, if it says selfie stick, you're an asshole. If it says monopod, you're a semi-amateur fucking photographer. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm going to use it to take pictures and videos of other things, not just me. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, okay. but that's it. Check out the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to put a lot, put content on the uh, YouTube page. So check that out. Uh, fannypackwrestling.com, fannypack, fannypack WP on the tweeters. Uh, that's it. Uh, that's it. Check out iTunes, Twitter, follow the things, subscribe to the things. Uh, until next time, this is my last soda for a while. Hasta los huevos. This is not my last one. <laughs> <laughs>